0: that time what time now it's time for greg bishop and the council round <laughs> a review of springfield city council happenings brought to you by Headwest subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch Headwest west subs don't forget about delivery Uh, Of course, we review all things that happen at the Springfield City Council, regardless if it's a full council meeting like it was last week, four and a half hours or so. Uh, Last night, though, was a committee of the whole where they determine which ordinances are going to go where, either on the debate agenda where they debate it further before final passage, or they put it on the consent agenda, which is considered really non-controversial, and they lump a bunch of them together and pass them all at once. Uh, But with a uh, 10-ward set up and the mayor in the middle, you've got plenty of uh, different personalities that can really air their concerns. Uh, And I think it's a a great uh, opportunity for us to see kind of how city councils work. In particular, Springfield being the capital city of Illinois, how uh, Springfield City Council works. Uh, So let's go ahead and get right on into it. Uh, Fun little uh, opening here uh, before they even got the meeting started. Uh, And if you pull up the video, you can actually see here that a uh, couple of the older people uh, wearing very similar clothes. And uh, here's a little bit of that. The
1: plaid Brothers over there. Oh, I, I knew. I looked over at him. You he were just waiting. The, but he ain't got the belt buckle.
2: And I Thank swear, goodness. And I swear, He's got better I, taste. I, I, I oh, nice belt buckle.
1: That's the John Dutton version. <laughs> uh,
2: me by, me by.
0: The Plaid Brothers. Uh, yeah, so you can kind of see... <laughs> oh, he got you. You you don't want to look good. Stand up, Plaid.
2: Yes. The Plaid Brothers. The Plaid Brothers. I'm sorry. I don't mean,
0: I don't mean to laugh. Uh, well, I guess I do because it's, it's kind of funny. Uh, it's kind of... <laughs> Alderman Redpath and uh, Alderman Gregory wearing very similar, very similar shirts. Uh, apparently, Alderman Redpath had a uh, belt buckle on. Alderman Gregory did not. But uh, Alderman Descent, so pointing out the uh, the plaid brothers uh so that's uh, a fun way to to start last night's council meeting uh for the council roundup but let's go ahead and get into it uh it's again the committee of the whole where they deal with all kinds of ordinances here is the chair um uh, alderman roy williams uh, conducting business an
3: ordinance authorizing additional funding with in in about of forty thousand dollars under contract number u e 20 11 65 six five five year term for general use maintenance gases with Ilmo Products Company for a total amount not to exceed eighty-one thousand four hundred eleven dollars ninety-five cents for the Office of Public Utility. No
0: but you've got uh, Haldeman Redpath. He's got some questions about this.
1: Is there a benefit to the five-year contract? I don't like to do multi-year contracts.
3: Yeah, I don't. I think they thought they'd get a better, better. Uh, Price over a five-year period is why that originally uh, was set up that way. Uh, I can't talk specifics on the contract because I wasn't
1: involved. But just, but just have Doug give me some information on this, if you would, and that'll be okay. fine.
3: Sure. Thank yep. You. It was competitively bid though, so that's, it was yep. Yeah. It's okay. Yep.
0: So we'll uh, probably hear more about that. Maybe not. Maybe uh they'll just go ahead and pass it once uh older people get the information they need. Uh more from last night's city council meeting as they move on to the next ordinance. The
3: purchase of new relays for various substations with Schweitzer's Engineering Laboratories incorporated in an amount not to exceed one hundred and sixty-two thousand six hundred and fifty-three dollars and sixty-four cents for the Office of Public Utilities. It's it's
0: good. That's, uh, so in a way that's just to kind of show you uh how much money money they spend next ordinance 2023 054 an ordinance approving the appointment
3: of Teresa C. Jones to the Springfield Community Relations Commission for debate
0: and uh, Teresa was there to address the council and uh, share some of her thoughts we
2: don't and we won't agree on everything but that's okay it's what we show and it's what it is about our community sees it's about representation it's about relations and relationships it's about community relations so I want to be in a position to help with this.
0: Now the woman, Connelly, um, thanking her constituent for being there and being willing to take part in city government in this fashion.
2: Um, very proud to have her as one of my residents in Ward 8, but I've also known Teresa for years, and you'll make an excellent addition to this commission. So thank you for accepting and this volunteer position. I Appreciate it very much. So,
0: obviously, uh, moving forward here, you've got uh, the Alder people hearing more ordinances up for consideration. Next up is one that uh, uh, has got some uh, issues that they're going to unpack a bit.
2: Um, very proud to have her as That's one of my residents Connelly, in Ward 8. Heard that but I've already. Also learned... All
0: right, next.
3: it says as amended, relating to the electrical and water liens. move for debate
0: second second so uh, does this deal with that uh, executive session that we heard so much about uh, we heard a little bit of that executive session tape from the November 2021 closed door meeting where they talked about liens against the uh, the the Wyndham City Center which was back uh, you know had a whole bunch of backlogged bills uh, with the utility that they had uh, and then the mayor uh, apparently after talking with aldermen behind closed doors feeling he had a Consensus to move forward and waive uh, some of the fees—two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of fees related to that building. Uh, but uh, some of the, the 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 dust up from that is people not wanting the mayor to make such unilateral discussions and decisions. So, this ordinance is that a way to to to, to work on that? Uh, here's the corporation counsel, Jim Zirkel.
3: It says as amended relating to the electrical. And water liens. Move for debate.
4: Second. Second. This is really trying to set up a formal procedure for dealing with compromising any liens. There's been a lot of discussion about how that should happen. State law allows municipalities to put liens for uh, water and sewer. Springfield has taken that a step farther and does not only water, sewer, but electric. And so, there's a section of the city code that addresses uh, putting liens, you know, liens on property for both water and electric. And this is just adding clarity on what the process should be if there's a uh, compromise needed related to any of those liens.
0: So again, uh, Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkel, just kind of giving some of the legalese there. Uh, he continues on.
5: Or gives authority to the general, general, general manager McManaman. and the city attorney acting collectively to approve settlements up to 20,000, and then the mayor had would have approval authority, a settlement authority up to 50,000, and then the city council would have to have, would have to weigh in at 50,000 and above.
0: So it's kind of staggered, right? Uh, the utility can forgive $20,000 uh, dealing with liens, and the mayor can then bump that up to 50000 without having to get uh, city council approval. And then after that, if it's $50,000 one, then the city council has to deal with it. But uh, McMiniman also pointing out a typo.
5: If you look down at the bottom, it
0: says $50 yeah.
5: is the approval authority for the council. I think we meant Fifty thousand and above for uh, zeros for city council approval.
0: I would not want to be listening to the meetings if they had to sit there and approve every single issue that uh, dealt with fifty dollars or more. Uh, That would that would turn into like you know marathon twenty four hour sessions of the city council, and I don't think anybody has time for that. Uh, All right, uh, moving on, but more discussion about this. Again, here's uh, Alderman uh, Joe McMiniman.
5: Provision of this requires our utility to file a notice of lien whenever the amount owed gets to 20000 and above and is three months delinquent. So that makes it a requirement. They can file liens at lesser amounts if it's commercially um, good practice to do so or if there's reason to do so. And then the other provision of this is that any um, settled debt, regardless of amount, has to be filed with our city clerk, so it becomes a public record visible to anyone and everyone.
0: So uh, interesting to hear the arguments here. More would there from be a collection
5: uh, attempt before
0: we go to uh, establishing a lien on a piece of property?
5: That would be at the discretion of the utility up to $20,000. We don't have to file a notice
4: of lien up to 20000
0: And that that's uh, at the
4: discretion to do so.
0: Here's uh, Corporation Counsel Zirkle.
4: This actually goes beyond a normal contract uh Enforcement action like you owe me money, so I'm going to take you to court. This actually acts as a lien on the real estate uh, And it gives a very powerful tool that private for example private utilities don't have the state law allows specifically for cities to have Water and sewer but this Springfield because we have the utility the, the electric utility actually has expanded that to incorporate electric
0: and uh, Alderwoman Conley uh, chiming in on this issue as well as to city authority and the language. The language is very important, as you heard the typo there about, uh, you know, any approval over $50 and make sure that's $50,000. The language in particular about shall, uh, Alderwoman Conley has uh, has some concerns there.
2: Shall be approved by the mayor and then in excess of 50000 shall be approved by city council. I, I think I'd be more comfortable if in both of those instances um, the language was, you know, must be submitted to, to for review subject, and approval. Subject to
4: the approval is what we'll change it to. Yeah, it. something to, is, that
2: shows that there's yes. review and approval instead of this This way. It's kind of, I feel like it ties our hands and everyone has to approve it. So, so
0: yeah, making sure that the language doesn't uh, mean that they just rubber stamp things. Uh, so I imagine we may hear more about that uh, in the... Uh, in the future meeting where they uh, move for final approval on this and other issues. A lot more coming up with the Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. <laughs> got to turn my microphone on. Uh, it is the Council Roundup uh, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west plowing through ordinances from last night's committee of the whole and uh we heard a little bit about some cwlp stuff we heard a little bit about uh the authority the city council can have when dealing with uh liens against property owners for past due utilities uh but also uh ordinances dealing with a whole bunch of other things here's uh, a corporation council um uh, actually, the, the city clerk, I believe. Yes. So next up, here's an ordinance up for consideration.
3: 060, a resolution adopting the Heartland Continuum of Care 2022 through 2028, strategic plan to address the homelessness.
0: So uh, this has been an ongoing conversation on how to exactly deal with the homeless population in Springfield, and Alderman donnellan has this measure. And uh, he's uh, got some people uh, Wanting to plug in as sponsors
1: I would just With permission of the sponsors Like to be added as a co-sponsor I was the
2: original sponsor who asked
1: for this So I'd love to have you do it Well I also asked for it as well (laughs) Well, Everybody's wanting to jump onto it uh, Carrying over from a conversation from 2020 With with the mayor And and when we originally um, Denied my original vote For the Center for Health and Housing um, I vowed that I would Always continue to help homelessness. I would always go over there. I go over there. I've, I, we do all types of things. So,
0: you know, I get I it. I
2: reviewed the draft that okay. Mister Zirkle sent. So, I appreciate I appreciate mm, your support. Well, I think this is a great one for us thank to get. You.
0: So, uh, moving forward with uh, so some kind of agreement per- for uh, how to deal with the homeless population. Um, next up, uh, we got an ordinance dealing with, um, well, a couple of different things here in the next segments. One, about mayoral appointments and just how long those appointments can be in an acting position before the city council actually approves them. And then another one dealing with an ordinance that they already passed, and that gives $600,000 in tax increment finance funds to Horace Mann. To tear down a building and put up a parking lot. Uh, So some possibility we're going to actually have to revisit that, not just coming up with the council roundup from last night's committee of the whole, but also for next week's full city council meeting where this is likely to be brought up as one of the uh, alder people who supported the measure last week is expected to make a motion to reconsider that next week so uh, we'll get to that conversation next here it is the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch head west sub <laughs> All right, back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. And last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole touching on all kinds of topics. Final couple things we're going to touch on for the Council Roundup. One deals with that Horace Mann ask that was approved last week to have the city give Horace Mann six hundred thousand dollars in tax increment finance funds as part of an effort to take down a couple of dilapidated buildings and turn it into a parking lot well after that vote uh that they said they based off of a map of historic outlines it turns out they used an old map and a new map actually includes these properties so we'll hear some of that debate but up next Let's talk about mayoral appointments. And we see this happen from time to time at uh, the statehouse where the governor appoints somebody. And then, uh, you know, when the time frame comes up for that person to be a- approved, the governor withdraws the appointment and remakes the appointment. We've seen that with the Prisoner Review Board at the statehouse. Uh, you've also got, uh, you know, the Department of Children and Family Services, Director Mark Smith. He's up for a reappointment. and We'll see just how long it takes for them to do that but that's at the state house what about at city hall uh well an ordinance that uh, is brought forward uh, deals with this particular issue and here's the clerk uh talking about what issue exactly they're dealing with this Esmond pertaining to appointments pertaining to appointments but uh alderman sean gregory something. To leave the city for for whatever reason whether it's
1: resign resignation termination etc do we add um in cool off periods to things that involve city contracts and city money. Um, I think at times we we have seen some things get complicated. you know, with some issues like that. And I think that's something that we need to consider. I know there's other forms of government that have those um, contingencies in there. So
0: Yeah, and in a way, he's kind of talking about, uh, you know, a cool-off period or, um, you know, a revolving door uh, prohibition of sorts. But that's not what this ordinance is dealing with. This ordinance is dealing with the issue of appointments and mayoral appointments and uh, Alderman uh, Jim Donilon, uh providing a little bit more context
5: there may be situations We're where McMiniman. an acting director, gotta get it right, who comes in might be intimidated by a three-month um, rejection by the council. Maybe they want to get their boots on the ground for a longer period of time before the council can judge them to, you know, take them off their position. We.
0: So essentially, this ordinance it would say that um, the the mayor uh, can make appointments, uh, as it is now. That person can be in an acting capacity for a year before alder people have to approve. Well, they want to shorten that duration to about three months or so. More from Alderman McMiniman.
5: Let's say we're six months out from an election, and um, a mayor is trying to recruit some directors. Um, you know, would they want to? be on safe ground for a longer period of time than three months. So,
0: so Alderman McMiniman uh, does have uh, uh, just a few concerns. Alderman Donnellan who brought forward this ordinance, sounding off about why he thinks it's necessary. The
1: effective date of this ordinance would not be until May 1, so it would be after after the election. It isn't about who's mayor now, or we don't know who's going to be mayor in the future. It could be Mayor Langfelder or Treasurer Busher.
0: And uh, he continues on with uh, some of his thoughts about why this is necessary a year is too long, uh, I
1: I think at least, and and that's why I proposed a shorter time. I I was cognizant of the fact and had discussions with Corporation Council about trying to be reasonable with the, because, you know, think about our process. We introduce an ordinance, it goes to committee the next week, then it goes to Council the week after. Uh, the, a, a 60 day period or 30 day period is probably too short because it, we need time to vet those individuals and come, be, you know, we, we get the resumes and, and, and have considerations. And this is a, a compromise number, and uh, I'd like to go on debate, so thank you.
0: So uh, we'll hear about this on debate and see where it ultimately goes. Alderwoman DeSenso chiming in about uh, her concerns about
2: the ordinance. You live
1: by the sword, you die by the sword. Those are the, that's what you, that's the risk you take in accepting a position such as a directorship um is it fair you know the risk going in
0: she continues and sharing some of uh, her experience being appointed to a position as a director of sorts and then a new boss being elected and coming in and expecting to get fired and that happened to her once
1: whether we extend it to six months or leave it at 90 days i think something needs to change
0: so, that's on debate. I imagine we may hear more about that uh, to t- next week's meeting, the full city council when they meet. All right, so now we get into um, a review of uh, a vote that happened last week. Alderwoman Purchase uh, raising issue with something that was brought up after last week's vote on the ordinance to give Horace Mann $600,000 in TIF money. Here's uh, Alderwoman Purchase.
4: Papers here on our desk, and I wanted to allow Horseman to come up and speak to what we have in front of us because today I was just made aware of something that would be coming forward uh, from Alderwoman Conley, but I hadn't heard anything from her, so I do want to allow them to come up and address what's going on.
0: And uh, what's going on is uh, we got an indication of this here at WMAY with people reaching out saying that Horseman used an old map to uh, show the outlines of historic districts when the properties they were talking about wanting to tear down for a parking lot were actually in part of the historic district. So the attorney for Horace Mann was there last night to uh, apologize.
6: I want to start out by apologizing. Um, Last week, I stood up here and I stated that the buildings at uh, 618 and 622 East Washington weren't in a historic district. Um, And I... In, in making that statement I relied on a map that was uh, on the National Park Service's website, the National Park Service Overseas, the National Register of Historic Places. Um, as I mentioned last week we received a letter at about uh, at about 11 a.m. and between 11 and 5:30. I thought the fastest way to figure out whether or not it was in a historic district was to go to the website maintained by the National Register of Historic Places. The map was incorrect Um, and as a result what I said that it was not in a historic district was inaccurate. To be clear, both 618 and 622 East Washington are within a historic district thanks to a boundary expansion that took place that was approved by the National Park Service in 2017 I believe. The documentation supporting that expansion also identifies 618 East Washington Street as being a contributing structure to the historic district. 622 is not. So, again, on behalf of me, my law firm, my client, Horace Mann, I'm sorry.
0: He continues on uh, making the case to keep this in place. But
6: one thing has not changed in the intervening week. No prudent, feasible, alternative... Exists. I mentioned last week that the last major rehabilitation of either one of these buildings took place in the late 1980s. Here's a fact I found out in the past week. The last time that utilities were on at one of these buildings was in 2006.
2: Mm.
6: Now, so for some perspective, the iPhone was first released in 2007.
0: That's pretty remarkable if you think about it. Uh, This building that they're wanting to tear down hasn't had utilities in it since before the iPhone came out. Uh, it's just mind-blowing.
6: Total buildings, the total project cost is about $4 million. We're asking for 600000 That's about 15% of the project cost. That's a great deal. Option two is that the buildings continue to sit. The redevelopment of those sites fall apart. And uh, uh, after... 10 to 20 years, because that's, you know, roughly the boundary that we're in between right now. You've got continued vacancy, continued deterioration. The hole will get bigger. The mold will spread. The asbestos will still be there waiting for you. No, it's
0: no good. Uh, So, uh, again, the the measure passed and uh, he's there. Uh, making sure that it stays in place. I mean, his client, Horace Mann, wants that $600,000 from tax increment finance funds uh, to help pay for this. Uh, but uh, some some concerns raised, continue to be raised.
2: That the city didn't also do an independent review and catch that, I feel like that's why we have city offices and city staff. We should be reviewing things to make sure that an outside, you know, an, an independent observer is, is reviewing submissions for something like a TIF, a TIF proposal. That's I have I have some grave concerns about that that topic.
0: Alderwoman Conley, uh, who voted for it last if week, if I had
2: known um, that this is a contributing um, structure, especially 618, um, I would have been an easy no last week. You would have had your your votes, and this would have gone on. You know, enough said. You make a compelling case with the state of the building. I understand that,
0: but she says that uh, there's still some concerns.
2: You're going to put something great there. It's a parking lot
0: <laughs> if there was somebody there singing you know just just to provide a little bit of a melody there i
2: mean you're, you're taking down a building to put in a parking lot
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> all right so uh, they continue on with the ask uh, and uh, she alderwoman conley says that she plans on uh, asking for a revote
2: is asked that as one of the prevailing votes on on last week's consideration of this ordinance um and i'll get the right number in just a second um that we that we do reconsider this um at next week's meeting um
0: so expect that and we'll hear more about this debate going on at I the springfield so. city council meeting for when they uh, have a motion to reconsider the vote to give Horace Mann $600,000. Will it change the ultimate outcome of this, or will uh, they just lose support of Alderwoman Conley and still advance the measure? We'll see and watch that closely and bring it to you here with the Council Roundup each and every week on Wednesdays. They have a Council meeting Tuesday. We bring you the Council Roundup on Wednesday. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Head West Subs.